Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. It's Friday, October 28th, and I got home fairly early. I did have a short week this week because on Wednesday I went to go play like an office pickleball, so we took half a day off. I didn't know what pickleball was. I didn't even know they made special courts for pickleball. I had an idea that it was some form of tennis, but uh, I didn't realize it was a specialized form of... It's like somewhere in between tennis and ping pong. And uh, it's supposedly a popular craze like frisbee golf, right? And um, I thought going there, there'd be like one or two courts. And there was like, I don't know, 12 courts. And it seemed like there was mostly, we went there around 2 o'clock, and it seemed like there were mostly retired people there. Um, hopefully that's me someday. Maybe I'll become a pickleball champion. But uh, I had a really I had a really good time. Um, I, I played tennis. Uh, I learned tennis from, from my wife, Barb, because Barb played high school tennis. And then in college, I started to take uh, some tennis courses uh, I took beginning intermediate and I I took advanced even though I was never really advanced I mean I had some decent things going for me I had a decent serve <clears throat> I had an okay forehand and a pretty piss poor backhand but sometimes I'd get the job done and pickleball is very different. The paddle is a lot smaller. So like I, I did a lot when I was first learning it, I did a lot of swing and a miss <laughs> before I realized what was going on. And you can't serve overhand. You have to serve underhand. So, And it's like a wiffle ball, except it's some, it bounces more on these courts. So... um yeah, I, I and then I was extremely sore because I hadn't used muscles like that in probably like six years. Like I ha I hadn't moved like start and stop type motions, like where you'd go from a sprint. I almost bit it one time too, <clears throat> but I had a blast and we kind of had like a picnic where we had a table and uh, we had so so I had a short week. I took four hours of vacation on Wednesday and. Um, that I could have flexed on Friday and made up those four hours, but I was just like, no, I want to leave. I'm at a good stopping point. I want to leave. Plus, I had kind of a bad day today uh, at work. Um, so, yeah, I was hoping to get something fixed, and I was waiting for a sysadmin to do something, and they did it. But now I'm into another problem, so I'm going to have to submit another ticket. So I was just really discouraged because I had to wait forever for the other one. So, oh well, and that's the way it goes. I'm one of those developers that wishes I would I would be allowed my own sysadmin. Like, in, in some cases I am, like where I can be admin, but in this case I'm not. So, I have to wait and wait and wait. It drives me crazy. So I I left. I, I went to the comic shop knowing that I had a DCBS order on the way, and I knew it was going to be. Barb texted me and said it's going to be 50 pounds and I was like well yeah I said I'm expecting a big box 
because they had notified me two weeks in a row they were having issues with shipments and it was going to affect the weekly shipments the weekly pulls and uh they said that they would refund one of my uh shipments even though it was like almost two because they combined two weeks and then the the one week that this one should have shipped is going to ship it's already on its way but it won't arrive until monday so and then i'll be caught up but this is a huge shipment so i said i'm gonna go to the comic shop get my the books that i get there and and then leave right away and then go get that package and I, that's what i did and i didn't get to walk harley this morning not be, for lack of trying um she's at an age right now where if it's too cold she says daddy i don't want to go daddy that's what she tells me she just puts her brakes on and she won't step outside so luckily the temperature went from like 25 degrees this morning to like 56 and it was per the sun was out and it was pretty shiny there's a cool breeze but i still walked in a t-shirt and we went our you know mile and a half walk and uh now here i am so uh yeah at the comic store i was in and out uh i got i got my dc's marvels and i did get my previews even though i don't normally get them from there because of these lateness, the lateness in shipments, I don't know when I'm going to get my previews or my Marvel previews. So I was like, I'll just pick up these things here. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about the Marvel previews because I always like to go through previews. And I didn't have any much any questions. I had one question from Dallow Spicer. And uh, Dallow is kind enough to give me a question. So please send questions anytime that you have any and I'll I'll gladly answer them but he said question of Mike M's weekly reads access the value of the bad ideas Kickstarter the later editions Joe Casada stuff and what led you to choose tier 5 um, <clears throat> so so a lot has happened since uh, I last posted that I would be jumping on bad idea because I was legacy bound by my previous order they were going to honor it and then i got another email say i need to re-sign up for it and then i was like you know what because bad idea stresses me out so much and it costs so much for shipping and all this bullshit i'm not going to do it and, and rob had already bailed out so i i decided i as much as i want the bad idea comics in this next round I'm just not going to do it and uh, Bill was able to acquire a lot of bad idea comics not even through subscription but going to the dollar bins <laughs> at cons and uh, one of the comic stores there and feeling most of everything I had in any, any anyway so um, I read about I, I went from reading almost like nothing to reading probably 85% of the entire line and while I think everything is at least a B or higher like there I, I felt like there wasn't anything that I couldn't get from previews like via image or aftershock or any of the publishers like scout or vault 
I, I felt like they were in those domains and I can continue to get books of that quality just like I normally do today. So I decided I wasn't going to do the bad idea. I wasn't going to go fill out the extra form and put my credit card information in and blah, blah, blah this and blah, blah, blah that. And I already committed to the Kickstarter, which is your question. Uh, assess the value of the bad ideas Kickstarter. I don't even know what's in it, but I wanted the hardcover. That's why I chose Volume 5. I, don't, I saw that it included all the tiers prior, and I said, well, that could be interesting. I don't even know there was a later edition of Joe Quesada stuff. So, yeah, I, I don't know what that is or if that's in my bundle or if that's something additional that you can get. I don't think they're going to hit the $2 million mark where they'd stop publishing. But um, that's where I am with Bad Idea. I, I, I feel okay with that because I was all on board with TKO and they have the same model. And I was the same with Sight Comics, and it was just exhausting, like to to have to go through the extra hoops to get them, and pay the extra shipping. And even though you're like Mike, well, don't you do the Kickstarters? They're so goddamn expensive. And I I've tried to cut down on the Kickstarters as well. What I've kind of told myself is I'm just gonna stick with what I'm not gonna go anything new unless there's something like shocking I'm shockingly excited about. And I would just continue on with the series that I'm getting or the creators that I really feel have delivered me great product through the Kickstarter. So I've been cutting back in the, those extra books that just cost a lot more, you know, like $10 or more because of shipping or, or what have you, or $6.99 cover prices like most bad ideas or $4.99 to $6.99, sometimes $9.99. And uh, I, I think I'll, I'm going to be okay with it because I don't feel stressed out about it anymore. So if something comes up and I find something on eBay that interests me then and it's cheap and it's reasonable, I, I could purchase it. The other thing that happened this week is uh, I put in an order to finish my Marvel team up. It hasn't arrived yet, but I was missing Annual 4. And uh, that's in, and once that arrives, I will have completed Marvel Team-Up. And I had just completed Marvel 2-in-1 not too long ago, uh, Silver Surfer, uh, Volume 1, and I don't know what I'm looking to next, but it'll be something. And um, believe it or not, I was looking at my Robin series, and it said I was missing the last issue. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it's easier just for me to go get 140, whatever the hell it is, of Robin and say I'm done. And even though if I have two, I have two. But um, it looks like I am missing an issue. So, Dallow, I hope that answers your question. Uh, feel free to ask any other questions because I need questions. And then I was just going to talk a little bit about this week's, this month's Marvel previews. Um, that dark web thing is going on with Spider-Man, which I am excited about. I, I really like Zeb Wells' Spider-Man, although I could have used a distance between 
events because Spider-Man's been hopping in and out of events like crazy. But I, I, I do get all the titles that that event is taking place in, except for Dark Web, Miss Marvel. I don't think I get that, but I might have got on. I might have signed up for it. But uh, I am going to get this Paul Levitz, Alan Davis, Avengers War Across Time, which takes place in the early times of the Avengers. And um, what does it say? The classic Avengers against the Hulk on the streets of New York. It's the beginning of a showdown with Kang the Conqueror that will span for centuries. And uh, it looks really interesting. I had heard an interview on the Bronze and modern gods podcast they had talked to paul levitz that is a podcast that somebody turned me on to and thank god because my podcasts that i normally listen to are sort of sporadic and at least with observations and bronze and modern gods um and i started listening to conspiracy comics conspiracy and I, I, I like that one, but man, they were slamming Black Adam, and I had loved Black Adam, and it was just painful to listen to. It, was Black Adam a plot that just, you know, is so unique? And No, but the movie really touched emotions. I, I went in with low expectations because... I haven't been getting excited about superhero movies anymore. I've been kind of tired of them, I guess. And I went to see Black Adam, and it just hit, like, all my buttons, you know. Um, I think it's still too early to spoil it, but uh, I I thought he did a good job with Black Adam and setting up Kondok. And the people of Kondok and what they were going through um, with uh, Inner Gang. Um, it weaved in the JSA, which you've seen on the uh, previews. And I thought the actors did phenomenal. You know, Dr. Fate, Hawkman was spot on. Dr. Fate looked amazing on the screen. Um, I thought um, Cyclo- Cyclone was better. Uh, in the movie than the comic book because in the comic book she's kind of annoying and in this one she wasn't she was intelligent and I like the display of her powers and then Adam Smasher which you know is going to look badass because he looks badass in the comics and um, there there has one of my favorite characters Amanda Waller Uh, I I was emotional I, I I I was in a good theater. The sound was popping. My ears were ringing. The explosions felt like they were in my face. I was pumping my fist with excitement. Um, I cried a little bit because seeing Dr. Fate on there reminded me of Eric Martin, my co-host of DC Noise, that died of a heart attack. And, you know, we used to talk about Dr. Fate, and he loved Dr. Fate, and I just got real emotional. So it was like, tapping like all these emotional strings and it, it it worked for me like some people will say oh you you fucking give this thing 
uh, a five out of five and it really is not a five out of five well maybe for you it's not but for me it was i mean i think suicide squad both of them are five out of fives and uh i will say that i'm always been and i i might always will be more siding towards the dc movies and i think it's because of my emotional attachment to dc they they have always been the characters that i preferred most i I was exposed to and super friends when the tv and i've always had more pulls from the dc catalog that's why i have almost every single dc comic from 1973 and up and just seeing these characters especially characters i never thought i'd see the light of day i never thought i'd see a a thanagarian ship or or hawkman or adam smasher or cyclone or dr fate on the screen or Black Adam. I thought maybe Black Adam would appear in a Shazam movie. Not his own movie. Not in my wildest dreams. <clears throat> but uh, I I was just so excited for that movie. And I hadn't felt that way emotionally about a superhero movie in a long time. And uh, it really worked for me. So when I was listening to Con- Comics Conspiracy... I just like I can't take this. For one thing, I don't like whining and bitching. Just in general, I I just don't. I don't want to hear it because you know life's too short to hear complaints. Um, and I like to look at the good. I mean, I I've read some, seen some crappy stuff, and I, I try to look at the good stuff and almost everything, or, or always walk away with something positive, if it's coloring or letters or uh the ads in the comic book I, I i don't know i always try to walk away with something saying hey you know what that was worth my time and i never get too upset about entertainment because there's so much other things <laughs> to be worried about <laughs> than entertainment like i don't feel I, I don't ever walk away and feel my time is wasted how you know and i and i've been staying in the horror genre for most of the last couple of weeks of September going on through October, and I will say because I'm a mood reader or mood watcher, it, it's starting to wear thin because I haven't switched genres. And, you know, I like to switch. I like to hop. And um, I'm in my last week of Halloween, so uh, I will uh, try to watch one more Halloween thing. I, I picked Mid- Midnight Mass, and I don't know that's going to be scary or not and i had to like vector a little bit away i watched a movie called prey not the predator prey but another prey it's a german film and uh it was more of a psychological thriller as a bunch of campers are being hunted by a hunter um so you could say well that's a thriller but it, it is a horror too because you're you're being hunted by somebody in a rifle to be killed so that's realistic horror so um yeah that's kind of the in and outs of this week and uh what hit me i do have a shipment coming from aaron myers i have that marvel team up uh which i'll talk about when they get here and uh i'm trying my hardest 
to keep the purchases between now and Christmas on a low um, because I really want to make a purchase to my comic shop and I'm like I haven't made one in quite a while and I really want to finish that leather and lace and I want to look up get some more Warlock 5 and that last issue of Robin and a couple of things that I know I should have but I don't but um, yeah that's where it's at. So I had one question. We talked about that. And we're going through the Marvel preview. So Avengers War Across Time is a five-issue mini. And uh, it looks to be a, a great one. So I'm looking forward to that. The Scarlet Witch, character-wise, I'm really excited. Writer-wise, uh, he's hit or miss. Uh, I don't like Marauders. I liked him on Midnighter a little bit. Uh, I liked his Martian Manhunter. I liked his Batman Shadow. But the other stuff I haven't liked, uh, that's Steve Orlando with Sarah Pacelli. And this is an ongoing. So I haven't decided what I'm doing with this. Um, I've always liked the character a lot. I will probably try it. Um, but uh, we'll see. The uh, interiors, the sample pages look really nice there is an Al Ewing wasp uh, one of four uh, which looks interesting I've always liked the wasp too and it looks like to be following in the Ant-Man's vein because the cover looks in the same style as Ant-Man so that makes sense um, there's a Joe fix it by Peter David uh, I really like this era I really like the writer and I will probably pick that up. You got Iron Man coming back and a new ongoing, but that was from last month. The new Miles I decided not to get. I decided not to get the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Or the Monica Rabot, even though that was a tough one. There's a new Shang-Chi launching with the number one. The last one was the last issue of the Ten Rings. This is master of the ten rings by the same writer so they're just like relaunching it i am getting miracle man i decided to get it i don't i'm not the really smart in the miracle man so we'll see how that works out avengers is still ticking away i can hardly wait till a new writer goes on there but i'm sticking with it sins of sinister by karen gillen Mr. Sinister has been all over the X-Men lately because he's on that chair of whatever they are, Krakoa, the board of directors, whatever you want to call them. But uh, he's been prevalent in like a lot of X-Men titles and acts. And he's not always lighting my fire. So uh, this one... Looks like it's not. Oh, no, this is a one shot, so I probably will jump onto that just to see how it plays. So, uh, X Force, I'm getting. Exterminators, I'm getting. Immortal X Men, I'm not getting, but reading digitally. Legion of X, reading digitally. Marauders, reading X, but man, I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> that's the only book I don't really care for. 
Uh, again, that's Steve Orlando. Uh, it just doesn't work for me personally. X-Men number 18. I am getting Sabretooth and X-Men Red. I read digitally. Wolverine I get. Extreme X-Men I do get. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Even though it's a five-issue miniseries. X-Men Legends. I, I need to start reading it again, but I am excited to, to get into that one. There's another Murder World Wolverine. Not getting that. Or the Doctor Strange uh, Tradmore book. Fantastic Four, definitely on. Tiger Division, I'm getting. Secret Invasion, yes. Deadpool, yes. Planet Hulk, World Breaker, yes. Hulk, yes. They're having a Incredible Hulk facsimile edition, new printing. i got to make sure I have the old, the original. If I do, then I won't get this. But if I don't, there's a Incredible Hulk... 347 facsimile edition. That's the Peter David era. I don't know why they're doing that. Oh, because it's Mr. Fix-It. Avengers 2, Wonder Man, and Beast, Marvel Tales. Uh, I don't get the you know the Marvel Tales. I'm not getting Peter Parker and Miles. I am getting Spider-Man. Uh, I'm getting Spider-Man Lost Hunt by J.M. DeMatteis. I'm getting Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man. I'm getting Carnage. I'm getting Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, and Symbol of Truth. Wakanda, Namor, Black Panther. Savage Avengers. All Out Avengers I tried. I think I'm reviewing it in this episode um, Captain Marvel I get Thor I get Strange Academy I get Ultraman the mystery of the Ultra 7 I get Strange I do get Ghost Rider I get Moon Knight I get She-Hulk I get Daredevil I get Midnight Suns I get but that's the last issue Punisher I get Predator and Aliens I get and then I get all the Star Wars, and we'll see if there's any new number ones in this, and hopefully there's not, because they're about seven titles deep right now. Uh, maybe eight. And then in collected editions, they have a Thor Volume 4. Now that's going to be tempting. And a Daredevil volume 2 omnibus I gotta check to see if I have that it'll be hard not to get because I think I have all the Thor omnibuses and there's an uncanny X-Men omnibus god these omnibuses are tough not to get I love omnibuses. There's a X-23 omnibus. But the ones I normally get are the epics. And we'll see if there's any epics this month. Still nothing. There's an Aliens epic I probably will not get. The X-Men epic I will. The Fantastic Four epic I will. And the Submariner epic, I will. 
And there are not any new printings, at least I don't think. Oh, there's new printings of Daredevil, but I already have it. Amazing Spider-Man. And there's a Star Wars Legends, but I've stopped those. So there's like, there's a lot of epic collections. And I think I'm going to have four as usual. Um, X-Men, Fantastic Four, Submariner, three. If I don't get the aliens. And I've been buying a lot of aliens in terms of back issues. So I still need to inventory and get get those in. So that was the Marvel previews and the questions and my mishmash. Let's get into the comics. And you're going to have one long week and one, wait, two short weeks and one long week. And this is the time frame when I've been not very good at recording what I'm watching, so i got to get back on that. But uh, the week of uh, September 5th through September 11th, I had a, a, a total of 18 comic books, one Source Point Press, two Scout, one Marvel, two Image, three DC, uh, one Black Tooth, uh, six Bad Idea, and two myth American Mythology. We'll start at the four out of fives because there were no three out of fives. We had Werewolf by Night number one. I, I read this because I had just watched Werewolf by Night. Maybe I didn't take credit for that. It's in here somewhere. But um, I wanted to uh, read it to refresh my memory. Uh, starts with him off being turned to stone and then teaming up with his friend and sister to try to protect his father's uh, Darkhold book from a rich invalid and his daughter that has the power to turn people to stone. Uh, I did have a 3 out of 5. That I ranked that a 3 out of 5, believe it or not. Werewolf by Night. Uh, I, need, I should put a parent, uh, return on there so I can see it distinctively. The three out of fives I gave to Florida Man, number one and two. Uh, it's a crazy satire about a guy and his, his exterminator friend and a stripper girlfriend that leads them down some crazy harebrained ideas and eventually wins the lottery only to lose every single penny of it. The stripper girlfriend goes to jail, and so does he, but later he becomes a wrestler. You can say it's kind of crazy. That's from American Mythology. Uh, we have Buzzard and Bone. This was a uh, Source Point Press. Uh, it's like a Hatville's and, McCoy, Hatville's and McCoy's, uh, except with supernatural and magic involved. Uh, we have Emo Girl number two. Emo Girl hunts down a rock band, and I think she killed them all uh, right before the COVID out outbreak. Uh, we got Tankers 1 through 3. This was a bad idea. This is the number 4 out of 5. And an oil company goes back <laughs> in the past to stop a comet from striking Earth for more decades to create more oil. And uh, that bat botches up the entire history for when they return. And Earth is ruled by dinosaurs. Uh, Abraham Lincoln backup. But uh, it's kind of 
crazy that the people that built the time machine didn't think, well, if I revector, they they tried to revector the comet so it return in so many years and there'd be more oil available, and they don't think of the ramifications of those ten years. Like, what happens if the dinosaurs live this long and the comet doesn't, like. Are you, could you even be born when you return to the current time? Like, you might not exist. Uh, you know, it's kind of ridiculous, but it was a fun book and really well drawn. We have I, Vampire, number one through three. This was the new 52. This was a reread uh, for DC Spotlight. Andrew Bennett hunts down his wife, Mary, who is creating a vampire army. We have Monster Kill Squad, number one through four. This was a bad idea comic book. Monster hunters, consisting of half-breed Wendigo, try to hunt monsters and stop Pandora from reassembling her box. The second story is about a guy who can restart time and find the optimal outcome. was a pretty cool story. We have Mega Centurions 1 and 2. This was from Scout, I think. And 3 Sentai save the earth from an earth conqueror and then end up being in dead-end jobs and are reunited by an enemy who needs their help to save the world again. We had the five out of fives was going to uh, James Tinian, The Forest, The Closet, number two and three. It's a monster in the closet. turns out to be created by the affair that the husband had with another woman and uh, the kid had saw the fighting that went on and associated the monster in the closet with it. But it this it sounds simple, but it was amazingly well told. And the journey the father took with his son on the drive was pretty spectacular because the wife was going to fly down. And uh, it's crazy and well written. And I encourage everybody to check out the closet if they hadn't already. So that would lead us to the next week. That was from 9.12 to 9.18. And I don't know if this is totally accurate, but I probably, I didn't read any comics that week, which is weird because I didn't have anything recorded for the TV either. So I don't know what was going on, but I read Marauders 2 and 3. This is Volume 2, and uh, I gave it a 3 out of 5. Kitty's team in space searching for mutants, and they deal with the Star Jammers, Gladiator, and the Queen. I forgot what her name was, but... Lolita or whatever her name is in the Star Jammers or whatever. Um, then I had read X-Men Red. I get number one and two. I gave that a three out of five on Mars. They're forming a team. It continues from the book Sword. So they just kind of renabled that one. And then the five out of five is Immortal X-Men. The first issue talks about the politics of Krakoa when Serene is not elected to fill Magneto's vacancy and Hope gets it instead of her. Selene uses magic to bring back creatures to destroy the island. Hope uses a teleporter to suck in her powers because she can absorb powers. And she teleports herself to England as she's falling from the sky. She knows where Selene is on the tower uh, in the building and she has a sniper rifle and shoots her as she's falling upside down right in the head and then when she's resurrected then exodus uh mind wipes her so it was really cool there was only a total of six comics and they were all marvel that leads us to september 19th and through uh september 25th 
we had two movies that week. Uh, the three out of five was Sleepaway Camp number two. The four out of five was Sleepaway Camp number one. Sleepaway Camp number one had a lot more substance. It's an old film, so you have to take it as a period piece. But it really has a lot of twists and turns, at least I thought so. And then a surprise ending. Um, so it, it was a really good movie, and it's the first time I've ever seen it. Uh, once you learn who the big bad is in Sleepaway Camp, then the follow-on Sleepaway Camps, there's no mystery, and it's just killer time, you know? It's kind of like watching a Jason movie, but with no plot, other than they're at a summer, summer camp, and they're killing uh, a lot of summer camp kids and their uh, counselors. <clears throat> This week we had 45 comics. This is better. Uh, 10 Marvel, 1 Kickstarter, 4 Image, 1 IDW, 13 DC, 1 Broadsword, 7 Behemoth, and 8 Bad Idea. We're going to start with the 3 out of 5. From Behemoth Comics, we had Heavy Metal Drummer, number 1, a drummer. When he drums, causes possession of things by aliens when he plays. It's very strange, and there was no numbering on the cover or the interior. Uh, you have to look at the title of the book, actually, and not all of them had the title. So I, I reached out to the the guy apologized that wrote it and said, yeah, we made a mistake with that one. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. And um, I, I thought it was okay, uh, but it's interesting because when I read the rest of the issues, I, I fell in love with the title. Uh, Space Lady, uh, number one, that's a behemoth, a uh, space comedy that has its moments. There's something about the art style that works for me personally, but it, it's about a a police officer kind of in space, and she wakes up with a hangover, so has the androids take over and cause chaos while she's uh, suffering from the hangover, so... <laughs> That's sort of what the Space Lady number one is about. We have Legion of X number one and two. Uh, Nightcrawler forms a team of mutant police to go after criminals that has Pixie, Juggernaut, and others. Uh, the next three out of five is all out Avengers number one. This is a brand new title. The Avengers are getting trashed by, Miss, by Captain Marvel. And she is possessed by the Dark Tide and being controlled by the Queen Arak. The Avengers, with the help of Spider-Man, Cap, Black Panther, Spider-Woman, and Blade, save the day. Meant to be like non-stop Spider-Man. So that's the last three out of five. We then go into the four out of fives. We have Tarot, Witch of the Black Rose. Uh, Skeleton Man hides in the coffins to find out who's stealing the dead bodies from the gravesite. It appears to be a kind of ghoul of some sort. Meanwhile, Tarot takes the on the flies and Dr. Laos fly as he's trying to turn her into the queen fly. We have that's a four out of five, then this four out of five, Knights of X number one and two, continued from Excalibur. Arthur and Merlin are after the mutants, and it's up to Captain Britain, Gambit, and others to fight them off and protect Jubilee's baby, who is now a dragon. Um we got Wetworks 4 through 9. This is from DC Comics Wildstorm. Uh, Vascar is finally caught, but he escapes. He's a vampire, by the way. And off to meet the king of the vampires. Savoy is killed. Uh, Vascar is dead. The original 
wet work show up to help Vaskar? To help, but Vaskar released all kinds of vampires from the blood box. We have X-Men Red number three, the Mars champion uh, destroys Brand's champion of Vulcan, but then is destroyed by Magneto when he shoves his helmet on the character and destroys him. We have Nubia and the Amazons, one through three. Uh, more women are coming to Thermoscara through the Well of Souls. Nubia is now the queen and stops guarding the gate to hell. Uh, Medusa escapes and is now on the loose. We have Scorch number nine. Uh, shows the origins of Medieval Spawn and Plague Spawn. Medieval Spawn beheads Plague, who is currently Natasha, as others fend off the Sin Devourers. Uh, we have The Lot 1 through 4, a Hollywood horror story. It was really good, but the art, which is photorealistic, was a little distracting to me. It was like the artist used real pictures and then, you know, drew the line work over those pictures. Um, the story was kind of interesting if you like Hollywood type crime and uh, mystery. You will enjoy The Lot. That was from Bad Idea. We have Wolverine number 7 through 8. This is the Volume 1, Chris Claremont and uh, Buscema uh, run. Uh, it's interesting how Pat, Patch manipulated Mr. F Fix It to take down a human trafficking and cocaine ring. Uh, the prince is infatuated with the actress, who is Jessica Jones's best friend. Uh, we have Amazing Spider-Man, number 17, Volume 2. MJ still believed dead. Peter with no job. Glory sets him up with an interview, but Venom took a piece of the Sandman when he was bit and is wrecking havoc. Peter asked to save a baby in a crack house and is arrested for drugs. Police redirected to stop Sandman. We have Heavy Metal Drummer, number two through six. The drummer goes and beheads old prostitutes that are aliens as two detectives try to chase him down for murders. This is artistically beautiful. And the story is very interesting and humorous and uh, really liked it, really liked it. Glad I read it all in one shot and uh, didn't wait months to continue with it. It is a weird format. It's about four inches shorter, maybe, than a regular comic book lengthwise. And it seems a little wider. Amazing Spider-Man number four. Peter is tricked by a Tombstone. This is the new one. To take down the Rose after he is bitten, beaten to a pulp. He is made to think they are going to going after Robbie Robertson, but he and Tombstone are celebrating the engagement of Randy Robertson and his Tombstone's daughter. A mystery of MJ's daughter will continue. The Wrath of God. This is a Kickstarter that I didn't pay for, but I won a contest for uh, comic book addiction. The YouTube, uh, I answered a question correctly, and they had a face-off against the two people that answered it, and I won on the flip. So I got this comic book, and I actually, this was an Indiegogo. I filed it under Kickstarter, though. Um, this is a supernatural western by Aaron Lapriesti. Has a backup art with the Wraith and Garbage Man in the current time. 
with art by Dale Keown. And this is an, but yeah, Aaron Lepresti book. Uh, Ed Moore provi provided based on me winning the contest. Uh, I hate this place, one through three. This is Image Comics. One woman inherits a farm possessed by aliens where you can't leave from her aunt and uncle. She inherits the farm from her aunt and uncle, but they find out they're kind of haunted and possessed and they can't leave that farm. Uh, she takes her survivorless lover with her. They try to hire a tarot card reader and turns into a nightmare. And they hire a ghost exor exorcist. But he gets hit by a huge spider as they are attacked in the woods. I hate um, Dark Spaces Wildfire. Uh, this is an IDW book. A forest fighter crew led by a mother figure who is in charge of a bunch of female firefighters working off their prison sentences, decides to do a heist on a home that is near the fire. We then get into the five out of fives. From DC Comics, we have One Star Squadron, one through four. Power Girl turns the team against Red Tornado, Heckler, Red Fox, GI Robot, Power Girl, Minuteman, and others work for Red Tornado in a hero for hire. Power Girl turns the team against Red Tornado. The team consists of Heckler, Red Fox, GI Robot, Power Girl, Minuteman, and others uh, work for Red Tornado in a hero for hire type team. Red Tornado saves a man who is Gangbuster, uh, the guy who is in Superman, who seems to have lost his memory. The corporation they work for wa wants Red Tornado out of the picture and have Power Girl run the company for some unknown reason. Minuteman fails at the kid's party uh, and he it's because of his drug addiction to Morocco and it only lasts a minute instead of an hour. And he has to get Morocco Mer Mer from a drug dealer. Um, Plastic Man and Firehawk work to protect Lex Luthor along with Sportsmaster. For some unknown reason, uh, Minuteman fails as his kid's party has to get Moralco from the drug dealer. I don't know what I'm reading anymore. The core is looking to sell uh, is looking to sell after Superman. That mean I that, that's the corporation that they work for is looking to sell after Superman says they will lose his endorsement from the Hall of Justice. The team turns on Red Tornado, but he's asked to lay off half of the workforce, including Power Girl, and he fails to do so. The corporation is purchased by the organization and gave Minuteman his only five-star rating. And we have Pirate Queen 1 through 4, an amazing pirate story. I love this thing. This from Bad Idea. Uh, one of the high points of Bad Idea. A girl is raised by a successful pirate. When she loses her father, she commands the ship with her lover, in it, Lynn, uh, uh, in there. They co-command they co the ship. Together they are successful, and then she gets pregnant. The British catch them and are going to hang them when Monday says it is a written law that they can't kill a pregnant woman. He says he will not hang the pirates if she has sex with them. Uh, she does do that the next day and they're hanging dead. So she, the captain basically lied to her and she was forced to have sex with them to save her crew. Uh, she is saved and seeks revenge on the British soldiers 
she kills them all except for the Navy commander because she goes into birth. After she has the baby, she heads to New York with her new lover, but is hunted down, hunted down by the um, and almost killed by the commander until her son shoots him. Many years later, I really loved that story. So uh, that was a good week uh, of titles. Uh, there were the five out of fives are One Star Squadron and Pirate Queen and Immortal X Men and the Closet. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. You can reach me at Mike at comicbooknoise.com or at Mike Myers Brunch on Twitter. And you can follow this at geekbrunchpodcast.com and also on Facebook at Geek Brunch Podcast. Click the like button and you'll be able to follow all the episode podcast threads there, including Geek Brunch, Geek Brunch Retro, and Mike M's Weekly Reads. And you can go to DC Noise Podcast and click the like button there and follow all the episode threads for DC Spotlight, uh, the show with me and Kyle. You can find at DC Noise Podcast. And that's called DC Spotlight. So I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a good week and a happy Halloween. You all take care. Bye.